This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Monkeys. Bears. Snakes. Crocs. Duck-billed platypuses. What do they have in common? They're animals, and they will kill you. Ben and Skin are here to keep you informed and save your lives as they go deep into the heart of darkness. It's time for shocking jungle exploration in Around the Wildlife. A lot of places we could start, Ben. I want to throw this by you, and I, and I apologize because I did not prepare you for this one. This dropped today, the Lion King trailer. Oh, yeah. Did you get a good look at that live action? I didn't see it. I saw that it was trending. Now, The Lion King, of course, the the, the famous uh, cartoon, right? It's like it's a movie a, cartoon. Yeah, 1994 movie, I believe. Right. Um, so, yeah. Animated movie. You were rather, probably sorry. in college when that hap- came yeah. out. Animated movie. Um, I knew how popular it was. I didn't see it. But I have seen some of the side-by-side stuff as they show the new version mm-hmm. and the graphics. It's almost like some sort of a hybrid. It's probably going to be the best animated thing that's ever happened. In fact, people are estimating that this could be the number one grossing movie of all time by the time the dust settles. The cast is incredible. Donald Glover is Simba. Uh, Seth Rogen plays the role of the warthog Pumbaa, and there's just Hmm. not a better fit. Uh, James Earl Jones reprises his role as Mufasa, the dad. Um, I think I've seen this. It's I mean, are there, is it the ba- I, is it the sun lion goes off and and then is it, it's one of those things where I would be surprised if you saw the full thing, but you might have seen it on and yeah, you know about it. I've watched parts of yeah because it was again of when it came out. You know, it just it wasn't a time at a time where you were probably watching Disney movies. Uh, I'm going to be that one way uh, that way one way where I'm, when we're talking about. Uh, I don't know the meatballs movie that Shippy likes. I just I missed it because I wasn't you know looking for the meatball movies. Yeah, Cotty with a chance of meat, something like that. <laughs> Cotty so, with a chance of meatballs. What, yeah. Can you tell me what the story is about? So Mufasa is the king of the jungle, right? He's the lion. He has a son named Simba. Simba, uh, they have this. Uh, Mufasa's brother is Scar. Okay, so Simba's uncle is Scar, and Scar is evil. So during a big fight between Scar and Mufasa, the dad versus uncle, in a big fight. To challenge to be the king of the... Yeah, that type of thing. Scar's kind of butthurt that Mufasa's the king and he's noble and he treats everyone right. Meanwhile, Scar hangs out with hyenas and is just kind of a raggedy, kind of poor. Yeah, that comedy bar. You know, he's kind of mean, you know. In a big fight, he's got a chance, Scar's got a chance to save his brother, Mufasa, from a big... They're on a cliff and he takes his hands off. And Mufasa falls to the ground and is trampled by a stampede. And young baby Simba watches his father die. Just like that. And it's dark. I mean, Yeah, earmuffs, Shippy. I know you're planning on watching it tonight for the first time with your family in a very special event. I'm going to gather my kids around. And the movie is is an eight-year-old when I watched it or however old I was. I was not prepared for that. I mean, it's heavy. But then he uh, goes through and he's taken in by Rafiki the monkey. And he's hanging out with Timon and Pumbaa. The warthog, and I don't know, I'm not sure what uh, Timon is. 
I'm not sure what his animal is. He's like a hmm. prairie dog. Yeah, I think he's a prairie dog. Simone, wasn't he the guy <laughs> in uh, Fast Times at Richmond High that got all the great tickets? Timon? No. Oh, Simone. I think it's Simone. <laughs> um, and you know, and then at the end, there's a big fight between Simba and Scar, his uncle. Okay. And winner is king of the jungle. And the, they, you know, Scar had turned the whole land, and he had malnourished everyone. Not that's not the way you do things. You give back. You know that's right. the kind of key lesson. A bad Beyonce, scar will ruin your game, like a white scar. Yeah. Uh, that you're screwed. You need a gold one yeah, to gold really one. go yeah, ham. So like uh, Beyonce is in this as well. I mean the oh. cast is just it's it's amazing. It's gonna be really good. Oh, he's a meerkat. The trailer dropped today, and it was a meerkat. Yeah, the trailer dropped today. It was all over the internet. So there's oh, I'm excited about this because it the, the animation alone. Like I like watching movies that are transcendent in terms of technology, mm-hmm. and I think this is going to be that. Like if you look at the side by sides of the original version and what it looks like now, it damn near looks real. Like the the, uh, the, the it, it's just uh, CGI, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just incredible. Yeah, and that what they call it a live action film. Or I, I am not a film. Nah, person. neither am I. We're missing our guy with a film degree. But yeah. uh, sounds like it'll be a good time. All right, so uh, <laughs> that's a good segue. Sounds was like it'll it be meaningful a good time. for you guys sounds in your age yes, bracket? Yes, absolutely. Oh, I mean, it's right up there with Mighty Ducks and Billy Madison as most important movies of yeah. all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I didn't know how to handle myself in school, Billy Madison certainly taught me the right way. Hey, you remember <laughs> when you guys were uh, ripping Adam Sandler for all those bad movies he had made? Yeah, he's making a comeback, though. Well, yeah, yeah. I, but I he had made that Netflix deal. Mm-hmm. I really wasn't aware of that. I haven't seen those movies. Well, my son started going through the whole Adam Sandler library on uh-huh. Netflix, my 13-year-old son. Yeah. They're trash. Uh, so they're they're exactly bad. what you guys said they were. They're very bad. Even, like Just the Netflix ones or all of them? The Netflix ones. And there's others that I saw along the way. Like there's the one where you go to the resort for the marriage counseling or something like that. Grown-ups? Is it grown-ups? Uh, the grown-up stuff I never got into either. Oh, 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 oh. The one with Nicole Kidman? Yes. Jennifer Aniston? Yes. And and uh, and uh, Brooklyn Decker? Yes. And Dave Matthews in yes. that movie, yeah. Ooh. Uh, that movie's actually that? that movie's actually okay because uh, Dave Matthews and Nicole Kidman's part's really good, where they have to balance an orange on each other. It's really great. I want to say publicly that I love <laughs> Nicole Kidman, and yes. I don't care who knows. Yeah. She's great. Mm. Uh, and what's great about Dave Matthews' character is he's really a gay guy, <laughs> but he's like su- suppressed. <laughs> but but he's gotten Nicole Kidman, one of the most beautiful women on earth. I think we've heard too much about Dave Matthews. So good. Um, Adam Sandler's making a comeback. He will host Saturday Night Live next month, and his yes. stand-up special is good. Did you yeah. ever watch that? Uh, we no. played audio from Parts it. Parts of it. Uh, yeah. And you were the first one to tell me that he was making a resurgence, and I, I think you're right. I've just seen some stuff he's yeah. done. It looks like he's yeah. we'll on see. the way back. We'll see how it goes on Saturday Night Live. He said he didn't want to do it because he's too slow. Mm-hmm. Like He doesn't think he can keep up with people, but that should be pretty good. Next story in Around the Wildlife. Doctors have found four bees inside of a woman's eye oh what yeah this lady in taiwan she thought it was an eye infection but it turned out to be four bees were embedded in her hair on her in her head they were and they were they were basically feeding on what they called tear ducts so her eyes her eyes had gotten swollen she cried honey and they call them them tear ducts it's basically what helps create your tear those are little ducks that go around quacking and they're sad they're always sad like duct tape tear ducts 
<laughs> Not duct tape. Saddest little ducklings you'll ever see. Duct tape. These giant killer bees are why eating do, them inside her eyeball. Why do people du- take ducks? <laughs> Dr. Hung? What? That's, Hung. My, that's my porn name. <laughs> Dr. Hung said at a press conference <laughs> that such bees, they nest near, they normally nest near graves oh. and inside of trees that have fallen down. So, basically, this woman, he thinks she got them. She said she had gone hiking, and they think that she got these bees when she had gone hiking in the mountains. She was up around but did she, these trees that had fallen down. She got fall these, like a tree? or She got these in the... She take a nap? In, she, the, in she, the angel's bullpen? Well, no, no. She not do the angel's <laughs> bullpen. This is in Taiwan. She said she also had visited a family member's grave recently and was pulling weeds near the tombstone. So she's near these places where these bees normally Ooh, hang out haunted at. Haunted ghost bees. Yeah. And uh, there they are. She's felt this stinging pain in her eyes. Turns out four bees inside her eyes. The bees were not very complimentary of the Cowboys training facility. <laughs> they they were prefer not. Buffalo. <laughs> they thought the training facility was garbage. Yeah. They thought the training facility is exactly what a star salesman told uh, <laughs> told their best players. <laughs> Hey, I would say this. I'm not, uh, I have a lot of fears. A lot of them are irrational. I get it. But I've never once feared bees getting inside my eyeball. And I'm not going to. I'm going to choose <laughs> to pretend that this didn't happen. Yeah, sounds sounds away, like an outlier. Stay away from gravesites. Uh, no, that's not the message. <laughs> Hold on. No, you want to go. I will say this about gravesites. <clears throat> really stay away. No, I don't want to. Well, why do you go? Okay, that's a fair question. So my dad passed away in 2005, and I didn't. I don't really feel compelled to go to the gravesite because I don't feel like he's there. I feel like he's, he's in heaven, and his soul is has moved on, and that was just mm-hmm. his body. And so I get it. I think it's special if you do want to go to a gravesite. I'm not judging anyone for going. Absolutely. For me personally, though, I feel like my connection is with my dad in heaven. It's in my thoughts. It's with my prayers and things like that. I don't feel like it's a. I don't feel like I have to get over to the gravesite. Now, I do know people who have lost loved ones, and that's a very important part of their grieving process. And, and so, I, dude, I get it. But um, and I totally respect and appreciate that. But I'm just saying, for me, I haven't felt that way. Now, maybe it'll be different with different people. We're all going to lose people along sure. the way. Um. But at least at this point, the, that's the closest person to me that we've ever lost, and I don't, I don't feel compelled to go there. I feel like we do it because we think they're watching us. Like, hey, I haven't forgotten about so you. Like I'm just going. letting them know. But so f- and the that's way all, that's at least how you should think. But for you yeah. shouldn't, you shouldn't do it for yourself. For me, it it's for like them. talking to my kids about my dad all the time, and my dad would do this, and mm-hmm. then having my mom you know, talk to them about him, and I feel like we've talked about him so much that. It's the most we've ever talked about somebody in our lives that they haven't actually physically met. Yeah. But I don't know that we have to go to the gravesite. And now with this killer bee thing you're reporting, it makes it even less likely. Very, very unlikely. Thoughts and prayers to Dr. Hung. Maybe we'll get more oh, into man. He did, He's It's doing, not him. Hey, He's the doctor working on the case. Let me tell you guys something. Dr. Hung is doing so well. <laughs> Like, yeah. doing really he's well. He's blessed. Like, he's beyond blessed. You don't, that's a guy you can go ahead and skip with your prayer group. He's, <laughs> he doesn't need it. Dr. Hung is killing it. Last story in Around the Wildlife. A <laughs> couple friends of mine are in St. Louis. I wanted to warn them about what's happening in St. Louis with the reproductive squirrels. Oh. Shippy? You got to admit, 
They're kind of cute, right? But they taunt our pets. They dig holes in our yards, eat anything. They can they get their mouths them. around and occasionally get into our houses. Not cool. Well, sorry to say there's going to be a whole lot of that going on this year because according to at least one expert, St. Louis area squirrels have been, shall we say, frisky. The squirrel population has quadrupled in just the past month. Oh. Spring has sprung. And the overwhelming sight of squirrels has a lot of folks scratching their heads. Lots of squirrels. It's apparent these critters have been swinging from branch to branch, <laughs> making their ground buddies envious. Uh, this is their mating season, but this year it seems like they started like early in March. A typical litter <laughs> produces about six offspring. What's bad is they have two seasons. They got the April and late September, so you could have as many as 24 squirrels just from a mom. So what happens in the trees usually doesn't stay in the trees. Oh boy, people are calling, complaining, they're hearing a noise up in their attic. <laughs> Not those noises. Really huh? like squirrels, they're cute, they're funny, they do a lot of crazy stuff, but when they get inside a house, you know, they can do a tremendous amount of damage. It may sound squirrely, but Rick says if you hear noises around 6 a.m., you got squirrels. <laughs> okay, hold on a second. Just reporting on swinger squirrels. What about the slow jam that was playing? That <laughs> yeah. was the most unique so, production value. Weird ever. choice for the local yeah. news. Okay, so he, I don't understand what he's saying. I was so distracted by the music. Yeah, the <laughs> squirrels. The squirrel population in St. Louis has quadrupled. Quadrupled. It's the opposite <laughs> of our frog population. <laughs> quadrupled. It's quadrupled. <laughs> it's in. It's the opposite of the frog situation here. Yeah. Yeah. Where the frogs are disappearing. But there, the squirrels are all showing up, and they're all showing up Yeah, in a squirrel G. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them are looking for nuts. Yeah. Some of them aren't. All the time. Some of them are like, hey, I got your nuts right here. Because <laughs> he had gathered and collected yeah, a bunch. Yeah, that, because that's what they do. they're sharing. For the winter. They're all, sh sounds and, like they're sharing everything. Sharing leads to caring, and that is yeah. when you get into some yeah. serious, serious... <sighs> Sex having. Yeah. With so, the squirrels, because that's what's happening. Right. So those are <laughs> just some sex-crazed squirrels is what you're reporting? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was a great audio piece with the background jam. <laughs> that though. is a great a background jam. Oh, uh, it's incredible. All right. Good reporting, guys. Yeah, Thank sure. you for that. I think we've uh, solved nothing. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.